Hi guys, welcome to the Church Split. My name is Will, and we got Brian again with us today. I'm back. He's finally, <laughs> are you doing gang signs again? Yes, Okay. Because again, peace, we're all about unity. So if you can do peace, okay, well, that makes us a little too hipster, <laughs> but if you can do peace, then now you can't edit out my finger guns. Okay, your finger guns. I can, can keep my finger guns. guns. Yes. Finger guns for the win. All you guys listening on audio won't get that, but guys, if you haven't already, like and subscribe to the channel. Also, go give to our Patreon. Guys, we are saving up for various things. We did buy a new camera, which is awesome, but we are looking at getting like an in-studio laptop, but we need a really fancy laptop to get there, and so so if anything that you give will be going toward that. All our ad revenue is going toward that kind of stuff right now uh, because right now Brian is using his personal laptop which is being carted around uh, because my other v my other one wouldn't work very well for this, my other computer. No. So other computer he's... <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> but so we, we're doing that and it would be really nice for us to be able to get a nice one for in-studio purposes. That way also we can uh, kind of share along with what we're doing here and be able to work more properly together uh, as a team. So anyway, uh, anything you give will be used for that. Thank you guys again for being a part of this. But what we're doing today... Uh, oh, well, before we get into what we're doing today, which is we're doing a res another response video because apparently people really like it when you and I all like them, I guess. They like them, which whatever, it's fine. But the other thing is, is uh, um, we have, we've done some things recently that you guys might not have known about, which is why we didn't have as many episodes up this week because we had uh, about a two-hour conversation with Tommy McMurtry on the Liberty Spirit of Liberty broadcast. Brian, what were your thoughts on that conversation? Yeah, it was it, it was interesting. So he's an IFB guy. So we were kind of talking through some of the the IFB tropes, independent independent fundamental Baptist um, things like dress codes and music King James only and music, music standards. standards. Yeah. So yeah, it was I, and it was actually pretty cordial. But it was interesting. We had got to have a discussion with someone that we don't agree with everything they say, but we also able to find some common ground. And yeah, I don't know that we changed his mind at anything, but. Uh, we at least showed that you can have a discussion focused on truth with someone that you don't agree with. Yeah, exactly. Without like slicing each other's throats. Uh, for those who keep up with the channel regularly, uh, that was the that was it was the guy who called us queer little maniacs on his program, and it seems like he's kind of retracted that statement, realizing he may have jumped yeah. the gun, which happens a lot of times when you're in a, you're speaking in an echo chamber. You get kind of comfortable with what you're talking with what you're saying, and you're like, "Well, I'm hanging out with the boys, so I can say what I want," but then. Somebody comes along and might say something, like, you know, call you out on it, and it could get a little embarrassing. But he took it well. He, he, he wasn't, like, taking it overly personally. But, yeah, that's why we didn't get, like, two episodes out this week. We only got one because that was, like, a two-hour conversation with, with Pastor Tommy over there. So go check it out. I think we're going to uh, upload the same conversation on our end as well. So if yep. you guys haven't watched it on his channel, you can watch it on ours. That way it's just available because one of the things that we want the church split to be known for is a place where we have these conversations. We're not afraid of opposing viewpoints, and we're willing to defend our own positions and even willing to challenge our own positions, which is the only way you can really find unity is if you're willing to challenge your own positions. That's why we say we're united through truth. We're not united through dogma. So anyway. Yeah, um, and I guess to the point of us trying to break people out of echo chambers, we, we were talking about this earlier today, but we got to go into the IFB echo chamber going on his channel. And I think yeah. maybe we reached a couple people, at least allowed some people to have some some thought-provoking discussion. Yeah, and in fact, Pastor Tommy today said even, oh, well, you know, not all the, as he calls us, trendies, not all the trendies are the same. It's like, yeah, if, if nothing else, if we achieved nothing else than to at least change someone's mind on that, like, oh, all these people on this side of the aisle are this way, if we at least got them to realize that, no, there's a large, diverse group of people, I would say mission successful to some degree. So um, anyway, 
Uh, I don't want to sit there and dwell on that, but I just want to give you a channel update there. But what we're doing today is we are calling out uh, an interesting video. This was actually a request by someone who listens to the show. And so this was dealing with the U.S. elections. Now, many of you guys know. If you guys don't know, we have a new president. <laughs> don't know how you want to know that. Newsflash. <laughs> Newsflash. Um, so, yeah, uh, th this was sent to us as a request for us to do a response. And I think this is actually a merit something that worth merit of response to because we live in a time where politics and faith have completely converged. And I'm not, not saying that that's not always a bad thing because sometimes obviously politics deals with law legality, which deals with morality, which morality obviously is derived from theology. Yep. So th these are connected. We're all playing the same realm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you're dealing with people's what living in a way of life. But this particular video is funny because uh, this guy tries to say that God has spoken to him specifically that Trump is going to win the election. And if you guys have been living under a rock recently, that's not what took place. Now, regardless of what you think about the elections, the bottom line is we have a new president. And this video itself is so dangerous because we make ourselves look fools, like, look like fools. We look foolish when we do this sort of thing. So that's kind of the issue I have with a lot with progressive Christianity or uh, the strong conservative IFB realms, which is like when we dr say certain things, we almost jump into a realm of a, such absurdity that no one can take us seriously, and it's going to keep hurting the cause of Christ because we're actually not focusing on the things of Christ, but rather making up our own things while claiming it's of God when it's not. It's really of man. Yeah. Essentially... An election is not the gospel. <laughs> well, you might want to tell some of these people that. So anyway, with no further ado, we're going to jump into this. We're going to let him talk. We're not going to watch the entire video because uh, it kind of gets rambly, but there are some things that are worth addressing. So first things first, people, I had one email come in saying that we weren't addressing things properly when we're calling people out on the internet. Uh, you know, pulling Matthew 18 and stuff. Look, I have a whole video how to keep unity in your church. You can watch that episode where I talk about Matthew 18. The difference is that these aren't private matters. This is a public matter. And once you come out publicly, now you're uh, forcing me in the position that Paul was placed in in Galatians. Was it Galatians? Two. Two. Okay. Where he had to confront Peter to his face. You know, call it out publicly because what Peter was doing was public. So same idea here. So before you get your panties in a bunch because we do this, this is public for everybody else, which therefore merits a public response. So I've heard uh, the press has declared that uh, that Biden is the winner. And I wanted to come on this camera today and uh, reinforce and double down what the Lord has spoken to me and what he has revealed to me. And in fact, he wants me to Yikes. communicate some of his thoughts and feelings and some of the things that oh will boy. shortly come to pass. And so I'm saying all these things because, again, <laughs> I don't feel that I'm a prophet. I don't feel that I am somebody that knows the future or is aware of the future, but I have. Okay, so first things first, be very careful, Christian, when you start trying to speak on the behalf of God's feelings on a matter that the God has not expressed his feelings about specifically in Scripture. If God expressly said that Trump was going to win, then you can say that God's feelings is that Trump is going to win. But as soon as you start inserting your own feelings into it and confusing that with God, it's a problem. We're going to do an episode on this here soon, which is yeah. my feelings are the Holy Spirit, essentially. 
Um, and they're not. <laughs> they're not the same. That's kind of what he does here. It's like, all right, what well, you know, what the spirit, what God has told me and revealed to me, and that people use this language all the time. And I don't think they realize that this is actually a form of taking God's name in vain. You are saying that God has declared unto you something. God has revealed this unto you. Now you're revealing it unto someone else. But if God has not actually shown you in a vision, like he did with John for the book of Revelation, if he has not actually done this, what you are doing is you're claiming the authority of God when his authority is not in it. So you are taking his name in vain. It is, uh, and it's one of these things that I've seen so many people, from progressives to conservatives, do this all the time. Well, God told me, and I feel it in my spirit. No, what you're doing is you're confusing your feelings and your bias with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it's just be careful on when the things that you want to happen and the things that you want to take place. Be really careful that you're not equating that with the will of God. Uh, I always talk about this in church that. When we're looking for what the will of God is, we should be humbling ourselves, not going, hey, bro, God, hey, uh, you agree with what I want to do? Cool. Like, that's, that's typically if you see that in the Bible, that's not how it went. It was usually, hey, God, I want to do this. And God was like, no, do this instead. And oftentimes when God revealed his will to the people, it's always through like a prophet promising destruction if they don't. It was always a very <laughs> scary moment when God had to step in. And 2 Peter 2 1 does say, but there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them. And bring upon themselves swift destruction. And 2 Peter 2, 1 puts it perfectly. These are false prophets. And he says, I'm not trying to be a prophet. I'm not a prophet. Meanwhile, you're saying that God did give you a revelation of these events. So you are, in fact, saying you're a prophet. Of the future. <laughs> exactly. Contradictions are contradictions. A intimate and close relationship with the Lord. And I do know and understand his heart at the moment. And I have been praying wow. this whole weekend and a lot last night like in preparation audacious. for coming back on and, and talking about this. And again, this channel isn't really about political things and just all that, but it is about coming to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior and to get closer and to be more intimate with him. And that involves, in some sense, interpreting and understanding what the world is around us. And in particular, if you are living here in the U.S., or if you know anything about the U.S., obviously we have elections that are coming up right now for the presidency. And I want to declare a few things and something that the Lord has put up on my heart that he will do and he will in a short time allow to come to pass. And so please, um, this video is made Sunday, uh, a few days after the election. And uh, I think no November 8th, I, I believe it is. And it's before anything and everything has settled and we really don't know much of a lot of things except that evidence is coming out and that the press has declared certain things and all of that and we have lawsuits coming up and all of these things are coming to pass. But what I did want to emphasize right now and that is true to scripture and that is true to what the Lord's heart is and so that the glory of God may be known and that he would be... Um, that all of the things that is under his sovereign will will uh, become to known as his work. And so this is. Okay, so I think it's important to kind of focus on the part that when you set this up as some kind of prediction that the, that I know God's heart and God wants me to know, wants me to give to you this the truth of the scripture, and he's essentially hinging the truth of the scripture on an election result, um, you are hurting the gospel because 
when something doesn't come to pass that you just predicted, saying that it's the Word of God and the will of God and the feelings of God, um, then they go, well, I guess you're, you're full of it on the Scripture too. So, it, you know, we look at the Great Commission, we're looking, we're supposed to be bringing believers to Christ, and we're supposed to be giving them the truth. I don't think you are giving them the truth. You are giving them your desire, your wants, your needs. And like he said, he's he's a, he's filming this a couple days after the election, which there was a lot of turmoil, and a lot of people are going, what the heck is going on? And, and there's a lot of things that didn't, that were looking kind of fishy, but... Now we have the benefit of hindsight, and he didn't need to make this video, right? He didn't need to tie the will of God to this election, but he did. And he he says later that if I'm wrong, woe is me. Okay, well, woe is you, and we're calling it out. You were wrong, and I hope this is, is some kind of retrospective moment that you can go back and go, maybe I need to be a little more clear with what the the will of God is and what the word of Scripture is. Yeah, maybe I should actually make a distinction between my will and God's will. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of things, regardless of what you believe about elections, this uh, what about the election, you know, this this here is not helpful. Uh, one of the things that sticks out to me is also 1 Timothy 6, 3, which says, if anyone teaches a different doctrine and does not agree with sound words of our Lord Jesus Christ and the teachings that accords with godliness, he is puffed up with conceit and understands nothing. He has an unhealthy craving for controversy and for quarrels about words, which produce envy, dissension, slander, evil, and suspicions, and constant friction among people who are depraved in mind and deprived of the spirit of the truth, imagining that godliness is a means of gain. And this whole thing here is just, is somebody who probably did get puffed up with conceit. And, you know, it's not saying that he's a bad guy. I don't really know his channel. I don't know him from Adam, really. Mm -hmm. You know, he could be a really good guy with really good intentions. But what he did here is taking the Lord's name in vain and getting taken his excitement, his own conceit, too far. And it just serves to hurt the cause of Christ. It makes us Christians look really, really foolish. Look, Bible makes clear God sets up kings and he tears down the kings. Which means whoever wins is going to win. There's no need for the prediction because God already said, I raise them up and I tear them down. So God rose up Trump when Trump was elected. He also tore him down and he rose up Biden and Obama before him and Bush before him and Clinton before him. <laughs> like it's just, God does this. And so this is part of the problem when we worship at the feet of you, of, the, of America. Yes. Like, like we, well, you know, suddenly the Republican Party is the altar by which we sacrifice all things and that whatever that is, we worship it. Like there's America and there's like 250, uh, 210 not Americas, you know, be careful of having an America focused gospel and be careful of having a Republican focused Christianity. Look, I've joked around in my other videos that, you know, obviously I think that the Republican Party exemplifies the cause of Christ a little bit better than the Democrat Party, but that's only because the Democrat Party has gone so insane over the last few years where it's like, Especially look, on abortion. <laughs> yeah, abortion and gender and these different and sexuality and the idea of how they view marriage. And it's like, yeah, you guys have taken a lot of the core things of God and completely ran with them and perverted them, which means basically anything's usually closer to godliness than what you're promoting. <laughs> so it's not like it's a tough competition. It's basically saying you're taller than my wife and she's four foot 10. So congratulations. Yes. Yeah. You're taller than Callie, but it's not much of a competition to be more taller than her. It's not very hard to be more godly than the democratic party right now. She's short. My wife is super short. Well, I think the thought of, that made me think of, you know, we did a video response on um, a progressive versus Christian 
um, debate. And one of the things that the progressives brought up when they're talking about abortion, they said, well, what if God tells me to abort mm, the child? Good point. And I hear those that same ideology here. It's like, what if God tells me what I already think? Well, one, there's not a lot of scriptural evidence for that occurring. It's typically you're wrong in general. But two, God won't contradict himself. And I, I think this guy was just, he so much wanted Trump to win. He's like, I try, he's trying probably to make sense of the election. And he goes, oh, I was very positive that Trump was going to win. So therefore, when he didn't, I have to think that it's some kind of prophecy and some kind of big thing that's going to change and, and cause him to win post-election. And a lot of people had that with many different things that they were hoping for. As, let's just be careful that we don't interpret hope as the Word of God. It's going to be, in some sense, a redemption and a redeeming video that would be marked in a present uh, time right now in mid-November or early November, such that it would redeem and it'll help anyone that has prophesied as well as anyone that has come to uh, in See, their conviction voted for yeah, Trump to prophesy, feel prophecy. that God is for Trump. And so I did want to come back here and emphasize that. <laughs> and so a few things that I want to emphasize right now is that there is a big spiritual battle going on. And though you may see certain things that the media is telling you, what I did want to declare is that one of the biggest lies and one of the biggest false prophets is the media and what they want to do and some of the things that they have in terms of their agenda is not what you believe it to be and so if anything this video as things unfold and i do still believe that trump will be declared a second term as president as much as you see things around you right now how you believe what god is doing what god what is allowing to come god. to pass is that everyone yeah. that is for and wants things that are not for the lord and again i am declaring that that god is with trump Though he may or may not know the Lord, God is with him and he wants to use him like he did with King Cyrus, as well as many other, you know, kings and rulers, Nebuchadnezzar. Uh. So I think we can say we agree that that God can use ungodly characters or people mm -hmm. that don't know him. Um, my response would be he might also be using Joe Biden. <laughs> so just think about that for a second. And I'm not saying that I'm a big Biden guy. I'm just saying you need to think about it logically and you need to think about it consistently. And I don't think he's doing either of those things. Now, I'll be honest. I was not a Joe Biden guy at all. I definitely was not a Kamala Harris person. <laughs> uh, that was the one where I was really like, uh, yeah, no. But again, it doesn't mean that God's still not in control, that God still hasn't separated the end from the beginning. So this gets... Uh, yeah, and then also I, I do I mentioned it over the audio with him, but this idea of um, well I now I really do believe this. Well, you went from belief to I know that God has revealed to me. If God has revealed to you, then you know you don't believe. I don't. Is that a weird? Is that like a nitpicky distinction? Maybe a little bit, but I get what you're trying to say is that you know he, if God said it to you, what what the line is? Yeah, it's like if God said it to you, then it's no longer I believe this. Then it's oh no, I know this because God really revealed this to me. So I don't know. I just find that it, it, you. That's why the problem is when you say God revealed this to me and told me this. Now you're putting God on trial. Yeah, and I think again, this is some this is pridefulness of Americans. Um, we'd probably probably all snicker if you know um, there was a Sri Lankan 
election, be like, well, I think, you know, it was the will of God that this person wins, and I'm making a prophecy. Americans would go, whatever, God doesn't care about what's going on in Sri Lanka, right? It's that same pridefulness. Like, we think we think that the United States is this, the center of the spiritual realm, and I, I just don't think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Sri Lanka, of all places? I don't know. I just, I just picked That's the one you pulled out of a hat? Picked a country. Okay. All right. Sri Lanka. Sorry, guys, if you live in Sri Lanka. I have actually a pretty dope flag. You should check it out. We do have a couple listeners in Sri Lanka, so I guess comment. Oh, yeah. Hey, check that out. Uh, Pharaoh, for his will and his purposes and for his glory to be known. And so uh, that is true right now. True. And right, and as you see things unfold, I, I want to make it clear right now as I've timestamped this, that things are not over. And though I may not understand it necessarily, the Lord right now is in a process and he is he is a very, uh, he's burning with anger right now for the unrighteousness and for the wickedness that's coming through the election tampering. It's so painful. Like, God is burning with anger. Again, you're attributing God, you're, you're telling God how to feel. You have you ever told your wife how she feels? Yes. No, no, babe, you're not this. You're really what it is. is that I get you're, a lot of trouble for that. Yeah, like, you're telling her how she feels and then she just gets more ticked. You're Especially like, if I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> How many times have you been right, Brian? A few times. Hey. But wrong a lot. And, and it's like, you're doing that to God. You're attributing his feelings to him. Like, no, no, God, this is how he feels right now. It, what if instead of feeling angry toward the election, God's angry toward people and wants people to suffer under something? Or what if yeah. he wants people to see a new light or stop? Maybe he wants Christians to stop worshiping at the feet of the Republican Party and go, okay, focus, I'm over here. Look at yeah. me. Look at me. Stop looking at that over there. I'm over here. Well, the way he almost postures it, it's like God's like watching the TV, watching CNN with us. He's like, oh, I really hope Trump wins. And then Biden wins. He goes, what the? And the I got to I gotta like, you know split some water here. I got to send some frogs. Like <laughs> it's like, he's like surprised about it. Like with the rest of us, come on. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then it's like that whole thing where it's like, he's in the process of doing this. And it's like, like God is God's on the side of the Republican party. Okay. But okay. Well, now that God, now that Republican party is lost, does that mean God lost? Like he was for the Republicans, but he cast his vote like everyone else. He just lost like all the other Christians. Like, and then he's in the process of like, God goes through the same processes. Like yeah. it's just, it's such worldly language to attribute to God, and it bothers me. And here's the thing. We beat up the left a lot because of progressive Christianity and stuff. Yep. You and I do that a lot. But we have also, in private more, less so on the channel, really gone, have talked about this. This is a huge problem in American Christianity. In fact, uh, I, you and I were both involved in a political group up here, mm -hmm. uh, a political group in Michigan to restore the freedom to, to Michigan during COVID lockdowns. And... I was getting so annoyed because I was constantly surrounded by this sort of Christianity. Yeah. And I was like, I want to help small businesses. I want to help people who are suffering because of these lockdowns, but I have no interest in this level sort of Christianity <laughs> where suddenly it's Father, Son, Holy Ghost, Republican. It just yeah. kills me. I just, in my mind, I'm just picturing like what he's saying and, and God's up there in heaven going, oh man, I knew I shouldn't have put my vote with a Dominion voting machine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dominion. Please don't sue us. <laughs> it was a joke. Satire. I said it on here now. Now they can't cancel the joke. The voting things and all of that is going to come to light because Scripture says anyone that uh, has uh, a love and a desire for wickedness, they will be exposed and they will be 
punished according to their sins. And so that yeah, process at the is, end is uh, unfolding right an now. Election. And so everyone Plus, and everyone that has been celebrating and has do. been mm-hmm. declaring victory for your own logic. Biden. And again, I'm not calling anyone that is a Biden su- uh, supporter uh, evil. You may not necessarily uh, understand. You may be naive or you may not have the spiritual eyes to see those things. But the <laughs> but Lord no, is working oh, through Trump I should have worn my shirt. the devil is wanting <laughs> to use certain things sir. on the Biden side to accomplish certain tasks and certain and things like that and so um, what is going to happen in the, in a short period of time is that a lot of things going to is going to seem very hopeless and you God hope. is doing that for the purposes of exposing people that are not necessarily uh, in the will of God and understand his his uh, desire for what he wants to do in the in the Trump administration as well as allow a lot of time for people to come pray to really come before the Lord and in their search for whether they were in doubt or whether they're in fear for them to come to really come to know the Lord and to be closer to him and so I would encourage anyone that has a conviction that has known that they believe and feel that you have uh, made the right choice in terms of what God has led you to do in terms of supporting or, or voting for Trump to continue being in that prayer because what he's going to separate is the wheat from the chaff and in the next context. couple of months what you'll wow. see happening is a, a very big context, legal battle call and context, God has showed please. me that there's going to be a lot of things that are unfolding a lot of corruption that's going to come to light God is and the people that. that are rejoicing in one way are going to be uh, incredibly humbled and Okay, just watching this makes me think of this is like the Christian prophecy QAnon channel. It's like <laughs> you like took some of the the QAnon conspiracies. Like I'm gonna take a Christian spin on it, and it's gonna be really interesting. I'm gonna be that guy. And I don't know. I just I just I hear the pride coming from what he's saying, and I think it just uh, it's disingenuous. Um, it's prideful, and I, clearly you were wrong. So. Well, Robert, you don't have the spiritual eyes to see those things. And here's the thing: is again, I don't. I I will I will go on record saying I honestly, legitimately do not understand how one could compare the two, like Trump and Biden, as a Christian, and go Biden and Harris, the one who voted for that children who were even failed abortion attempts and are born should be killed. That she has a voting record mm-hmm. for this, like she basically voted for infanticide. So like, I don't know how someone can say that that's more righteous and the lesser of two evils than some belligerent guy over here who says crazy things. But at the same time, not everyone, I, I, a lot of people don't know that about that with the, with the Harris record. I have told people about like, what? I'm like, yeah, I've had to, I've literally had it like I'll pulled up on my phone right multiple times. Where I had to show them like, I didn't know that. I'm like, so some of these things, it's not like they're, they don't have the spiritual eyes to see. Some people just don't know stuff and they just know what's, you know, cause people live normal lives. They, they, go to work, they come home, they take care of the kids, they do that stuff. So they're not researching this stuff. So, you know, they see what they, they just know what they see. And when they see a guy saying really absurd things, which honestly, he probably would have had a chance, a better chance at winning if he learned how to cool his tongue a little bit, mm-hmm. but he never did. And the Bible, Proverbs speaks a lot about the tongue of the fool and what people will perceive you as. Sorry, you, now you're eating crow. Hate to admit it, but it is what it is. And now, you know, People are going over here, seeing a guy over here is like, oh, yeah, a friendly face. I remember him from an administration that we didn't hear hateful things about every single day and hear breaking news stories every single day. So an average Joe might easily be able to go, yeah, that seems like the lesser of two evils. So instead of it's like, oh, they don't have the spiritual eyes to see and kind of condescending down, you might want to understand why some people 
may have gone that way. Some people are deceived or some people honestly do look at some of the things that he says as morally problematic. So, and I guess a little request if this person ever happens to see this uh, rebuke, but please don't move the goalposts. Please don't Ooh, come yeah. back out and say, well, what I meant was, or what God meant was, Trump's going to win in 2024, and that's when everything's going to be exposed. And this is just, when I meant soon, I meant four years. Like, you know, soon in the Bible, <laughs> it can be a millennia, right? <laughs> you think about Abraham and Sarah where, where you know, Hebrews True. 11 talks about this. They're, they're waiting for a promise that isn't going to happen in their lifetime at all. So I'm just asking you, please don't do the move the goalpost thing. That's what Jehovah's Witnesses did. You look at the the Millerite movement and you know the big dis the great disappointment in the 1840s, and they're like, oh well, Jesus' second coming is going to be in the 1860s, and then 1910, and then they're like, well, you know, it already happened. <laughs> you know, please please don't do that. When you make prophecies that are not from God, you you are made to look like a fool. Exactly. I have no more to add to that, Brian. Good job. Thanks. <laughs> I've taught you well, young They're going to have to force, be forced <laughs> to admit and come to their lies. And every knee will bow before the Lord ultimately. And whether it's even now or on Judgment Day, people will know that Jesus Christ is Lord. Exactly. And again, so keep it on Judgment Day. Though you Day, may not necessarily <laughs> agree with, with all the things or everything that is the Trump administration like or anything all these people like that. Coming to the church after what Trump's is true is that elected, God like, uses oh, we, anything and everything for his sovereign will and his purpose. And what he desires most above anything is that people come to know him and that you would understand his glory and that he wants to be worshipped and honored. Yes, so it's not and that about he election. wants to take all the credit for everything. And so this next couple of months is going to be a very difficult time for many people. They're going to question things. They're going to doubt things. There's going to be more you clashing. Right and there's going to be something that in, <laughs> I, I think right in December <laughs> as the uh, electoral counts and everything gets finalized, that's when a lot of things will get very messy. And so I, I want to heed a very big warning. And I also want to say, um, uh, uh, take, take heart, right? The Lord is still working and it's not done yet. And the battle is not yours to fight. The battle is not yours. And if we are in prayer, if we are in anticipation for Jesus Christ to be uh, able to win some of these battles, he will prevail and he will come uh, to to reign. And so well, I want to encourage all of you guys. Yeah, so <laughs> Jesus didn't lose a battle here, okay? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Jesus is sovereign. We've we thwarted his sovereign will. That we were talking about this earlier today. So when I'm watching this video, I'm thinking about all the 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 Jews when when Christ came, and they're like, "This Jesus can't be the Messiah because he's not he's not uh, getting us out of Roman rule. He's not giving us the political battle that we expect. We expect that Jesus to come and destroy the Romans. So he didn't do that. There, therefore, he can't be the Messiah." Don't make the same mistake about about Jesus again with a completely different political situation. Seriously. Like, we all agree they were wrong. <laughs> they were tying their politics with their religion, and it and it, it caused a lot of heartache, and it mm -hmm. caused a lot of Jews to not, not see the Messiah. Still don't. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's just, it's just dangerous. By the way, for those of you who are, who are listening, fun fact for you, I'm the theology and apologetics nerd. Brian is the social and political nerd, so this video is especially funny to watch him in studio because I'm seeing him having regular aneurysms. This is a pretty good time. Yeah, we shouldn't have got that new camera because he might be able to see like the the, the vein popping vein in my forehead. <laughs>
guys these next couple of months there's going to be a lot of messy things and if anything as i've time stamped this video as you reflect or see this video come to pass or if not and again i've said this in a different video uh, the last video if it doesn't come to pass then woe to me even as i utter these then. words <laughs> woe to <laughs> the other prophetic prophetic voices woe to anybody that felt and was led to vote for and is supporting what they believe is the uh, sovereign will of God and uh, and God's presence and his hand over Trump. And so if that is the case, and woe to us, right? But right now, as I've time-stamped and as I've declared this video on this day following the election and before anything is known, uh, may the glory of God be shown through A, the prophetic voices and everything that's oh, going to come to pass. And then second... <laughs> I don't know that we need to watch much more, but that's that was painful. That part right there, like, oh, we all got make the glory of God be given because of these prophetic voices. The prophetic voices that remained false, how's God glorified in that? It, it, he's not. It, it, you're just made a fool out of yourself and also a mockery of the living God. It's, it, oh goodness! Uh, there's so many, and then you know, woe to the prophet, woe to these people. Yeah, woe to you, Matthew seven fifteen. Beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Yeah, this is, you're asking for a rebuke if you're wrong. You were wrong. So are the other prophetic voices. Please do not mix up your will with God's. Yeah, every single time, every single time this go this happens, it always ends in disaster, and it's what makes Christianity lose more and more legitimacy. And which is sad because Christianity is true. Christianity is the one true quote unquote religion. It is the one true faith that worships the one true God. It is the one that recognizes Jesus Christ the Messiah. We're the ones with the objective moral values. All these different things. Christianity is true. We are. It is. And when you do this, you just make a mockery of it. And it makes it makes people like us sit here and go, oh my goodness, now do we pretend this person doesn't exist or do we respond to it? And we as Christians, as biblical Christians, if you're a biblical Christian, you should never do this. You should never pretend that somehow you know the will of God when you really don't. Yeah, this was... The, if an atheist were to watch this and Trump did win... I really don't want them coming to the gospel because of a false prophet. I want them to come to it from the truth of Jesus Christ and his resurrection. If an atheist watches this and now sees that it's wrong, well, I definitely don't think that they're they're putting a lot of credence in Christianity. So you're hurting the gospel, you're hurting the word of God, you're mischaracterizing the will of God, and you're mischaracterizing a lot of Christians who don't believe any of the garbage that you just said. <laughs> exactly. So that's, I mean, one of the things I would keep in mind is also First John 2. These things have I written unto you concerning them that seduce you. Don't be seduced by politics. I am very politically engaged, okay? I keep track of the culture. I keep track of what's going on politically. But don't be seduced by it. Don't be seduced by all these things and become so obsessed where you lose the mark. The mark is Jesus Christ. The mark is the gospel and his kingdom. And all things will come to pass that will need to come to pass in order for uh, for that to happen. Every knee will bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I have no doubt about that, but that's not going to happen through the election. That's going to be happen when Jesus Christ comes and brings the kingdom. Okay? That's when it's going to happen. When Jesus Christ comes and he separates the sheep from the goats. That's how that's going to take place. Every knee will bow and every tongue will confess before the judgment of God. So don't get... And you know, I guess, pun intended, 
with him, I'm sure hindsight is 2020. Oh, you did it. I did it. <laughs> Thug life. Okay, sorry. I'm dad jokes are my favorite. It's <laughs> a pretty stupid joke if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, guys, this is a this sort of thing. Don't do it. Don't get involved in it. You know, I I've had great conversations with and this is what makes actually politics so difficult for so many Christians to navigate because you know, when you say God's hand is on Trump, you know, okay, let's just be real. Trump is not a stellar moral character. No. Like, if you, and I don't think anyone who voted for him thought he was, but there are some, I guess maybe probably, I'm sure there's somebody out there because there's always some weirdo who thinks something like that. Um, but, you know, the thing is, is we don't don't get seduced by that. And we just say God's hand is on Trump. It's like, guys, he's he's immoral too. You don't become what Trump has become and what Trump has said while being a moral individual. But the thing is, what people are doing is they're choosing the lesser of two evils. And yes, I have my very strong view, and I'm willing to argue that view, and you would definitely be willing to argue that view. You have argued that view (laughs) on what you think the lesser of the two evils is, and I think you can probably back that up more biblically than others. But point is, is when you worship at the feet of the Republican Party, when you start confusing your faith with politics, you end up just making us a laughing stock. So don't do it. Yeah. And again, just a reminder, please don't move the goalposts. If you do see this, um, we're more than happy to listen to your response. And also, you know, to the people that watch our channel, please don't go troll his his YouTube comment section either. Um, but we want this to be a a truthful but still loving rebuke that this was not something that was truthful i think he sees that now please don't use this as a sign that you were just wrong on the timing um, and move the goalpost slightly but really really truly think what the gospel is what god's will is and hopefully it's a humbling experience for you yeah exactly we're all growing we're all growing somewhere so i, I you know sometimes i think you and i uh come off more condescending than we mean to so i'm glad you added that hook because seriously we all screw up we all do dumb things i have said and done dumb things in my life so hey you know, that's one of your dumb things. It's okay. It doesn't mean you're a horrible human being, but just, you know, repent of it, turn from it, change your change and go back to where things are important. So anyhow, guys, we don't want to harp on this, this too long. So guys, if you guys haven't already like and sub to the church split, please add us a review and go on Patreon. Here's the thing. If we have over 1500 subscribers, if every subscriber gave $1, $1, we would already be able to buy the laptop we want and be halfway to a new camera. So that way we could have a double setup. So guys, let's consider maybe even just committing to $1 a month. We'll take it. So anyway, we are looking at uniting the divided body, obviously. If you know someone who's been through a church split and has gone through some horrible things with that, please have them reach out to us. We'd love to talk to them, or maybe to yourself. Uh, if your pastor has recently gone through that, let me actually emphasize that. If especially your pastor has gone through a horrible church split, put us in touch with them. We'd love to have a conversation with them and give them some encouragement because we know what that's like. So anyway, thank you guys for tuning into the church split. You all take care, and we got some more content coming to you very soon.